I know you're out there. I can feel you now. You are listening to Spiritual Fitness, brought to you by Inspire the Collective. Spiritual fitness? What is that? Spiritual fitness is the digital community space helping everyday greatness seekers all over the world challenge and conquer one of the biggest obstacles we all face, our own mind. Embarking in topics to get you out of your own way, strengthen your internal game, and excite your soul for passionate growth. Prepare to open your hearts for truth, clear your mind for inception, and strap your carcass in for a soul awakening shakedown as we unpack another episode. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good wherever you are. We hope you're doing well here at Spiritual Fitness. Thank you for tuning in again. We're going to continue part two of our conversation that we had with Thomas, how to cultivate a mindful garden, talking about working through some negative self-talk that comes up and how we transform some of our hardships into personal growth and empowerment. So let's jump right back into this conversation now. Because that's an internal game, right? Our soil, that's all that's an internal game. It's all what we're talking about too. It's like, so how do you internalize such things? And how, do, how, how can people start to look at, at transforming them to growth and empowerment, you know, because we're all going to come across, we're all going to encounter this negative, we've all had it, this shadow side of ourselves, this negative self-image. And maybe it's even like a feeling that we've not hit our greatest self. And, you know, there's even things like that come across us that, that plague us, such as, you know, death, the one thing that we can't escape. So how do you, how, how, how can, how do you, or how can people start to like, look at internalizing those things and transform that into growth and empowerment? I'd say, uh, that's a great, that's a great question, man. I, for me, uh, in my walk, um, I had to change the food that I was eating spiritually. I was a big fan of ready to die by Biggie, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. And DMX, you know what I mean? That, that's, mm-hmm. I had those piped into my head, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, the omen, Chucky, right here, Chucky. You know what I mean? I was yeah. just, I, I, that was me. But when I, when I started feeding my brain spiritual food, when I started listening to metaphysical healers at, at night, uh, when I went to bed, you know, I stopped listening. And even when I worked out, I stopped listening to the DMX. I started listening to... Dr. Wayne Dyer. Yeah. Um, oh, I love that you said that. When I trained, so it brought me something really, really powerful. Yeah. Um, so it has to start with recognizing where the problem is, where the challenge is. And because no one, no one likes to look at themselves, man. It's a hard one. No one likes to go inside. It's Yeah, it's a hard one. Who was that guy who, that Indian... Philosopher or Deepak Chopra? No, he's a little, little older than that. He talked about. Um, oh, he probably the guy with the big white beard. No, this is all of them have white beards. That's, that's racist, man. <laughs> he, he, talk, he talked about God wanted to hide something from man, and one guy said, "Why don't you just put it, send it to the bottom of the ocean?" You know, one guy says, hide it in the stars. You know, one guy says, hide it in the desert. Take it to the highest mountain. The answer was, you know, man, we'll try to go there. We'll go there and he'll, he'll find it. He'll probably uh-huh. go to the depths of the ocean. He says, you know what? We're going to put it. We're going to put it inside of him. And once we put it inside of him, we know we're not going inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scary in there. It is, man. So 
I think the first thing is to recognize that true growth, true healing starts from the from the inside. Mm. As as a black man, man, we ain't we ain't talking about going inside. Are you kidding me? <laughs> going inside, Are you soft. What's wrong with you? There's no inside. You gotta suck that, suck it up, man, and suck keep going. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Keep going, going inside. Get your ass out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's how it is i know i you know what the one thing is and like you said there's so many things that i love that you said well, me and jamie have talked about you know what we pipe into our ears our five senses diet what do we say what are we watching what are we listening to who are we Ooh. hanging around that five senses diet it's not just about what you eat it's about what's coming out of your mouth it's what's going into your ears is what you're looking at and you know the music thing <laughs> that 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 changed for me too you know it's just like what you're bobbing your head to you're agreeing to what you're sitting there bobbing around yeah, oh, listening to yes yeah. i agree yes i agree yeah. yes i agree and you know you said wayne dyer and a lot of people might not know who that is but you know he he quotes a very good quote neurons that fire together wire together and if you're firing those neurons in your brain to agreeing to that you're wiring that as your reality you're bringing that into fruition. As Jamie said, if you just keep, you're staring right at it, you're, you're agreeing to it and you're going at it. So, yeah. yeah. Changing those things. Like I was looking up some other stuff too, about, you know, this topic. That's why I love that we're on this topic. It's just so fitting, but you know, all our success in our life and, and, and this, let's just try and think about how we get over this, all our success in our life, whatever success means to us, whether that be material or spirit, uh, sorry, material things or spiritual things that all starts as we're talking about this, that all starts with this 12 pound bowling ball that's sitting on top of our head, the six kg bowling ball that's sitting right on our shoulders. <laughs> all our success is in there, right? Like, so the question is, how do we become, which I'm going to start using as my new, like my, my mantras, how do, how do we become more eternally optimistic? How do we empower that? And um, it, it's that soil, it's that soil, it's that garden, it's that mindful, we got to be a mindful gardener. Of what we're putting yeah in. i think it's i think it's also not judging ourselves right we're like mm. our own worst critic we're the worst judges oh. you know just like you said at the beginning thomas it's like judging yourself of where you are in life and what you've done when you haven't done it's like your journey is not my journey so you know judging the positive versus the negative can we just find the lesson in what we're doing like can we <laughs> just find like maybe what we were supposed to learn out of that versus judging like in comparing yourself to somebody else you know i think judgment is a huge thing that's hard to get over it's judgment like all the other things i think it's a muscle that we've we've pretty strong we're pretty strong at that muscle we you know things that we use are, are things that, that we gravitate toward are, are muscles that we've we've really connected with and we've we've honed our, a relationship with them so you know judgment jealousy fear hate anger, racism, you know, self-doubt, uh, all these things are, I think they're, they're, they're muscles. And as we feed these muscles, they, they flex first, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, and in times of doubt, they flex first. So I think it's, it's a, for me, it's all about changing the order of feeding. Even when I got sober, it was about, I had to, I put the weights away. I'm like, I'm not going to touch a weight and I'm not going to worry about my body. I'm not going to worry about what I look like. I'm, that's not why I'm living in the back of my car. <laughs> uh, so I got bigger challenges right now. So I need to 
I need to focus. And, and the people who are telling me this information were white men. And um, I'm, you know, I'm from the South, you know, I grew up doing segregation. I grew up during a time when, when uh, Huey Newton, all the, the black leaders were, were killed in a, t- in a 10 year period, Malcolm mm-hmm. X. And um, all these leaders were under the J. Edgar Hoover regime, murdered, assassinated. So I grew up in so much hate. I grew up doing, you know, being busted into white schools, white school districts. So all that is, is, um, how do I, how do I reverse that? How do I, how do I not see life through those lenses? How do, how, and that's just the journey for me. That's Um, a lot. You know, and, oh, it was, it's how I see things. And then going to AA, I had to learn this new life from white men. There weren't a lot of black men, you know, who were really walking that walk in AA, who got their lives back, who got their, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't see a lot. This is Georgia. And when I asked, where are the black men who are living it like this? They told me the black men are in CA. You know, the black people are in Cocaine Anonymous. It's down the, down wow. the street. Uh, I, I, my first love was alcohol at the age of 13. So I'm like, I think I need to stay here. And, and it's funny how God brings you a messenger in this disguise in a way that you have to be thirsty. You have to want to be better because if not, you're going to look at the messenger and just prejudge the hell out of that messenger. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was my walk. And then, um, you know, for the first for the first 18 months of my sobriety, it was all about how can I reconnect with my spiritual self and change the order of my feeding? No more this physical stuff. No more my body, my ego, none of that. I'm getting ready to eat all the cakes and pies that I can breads you know i'm living in a halfway house with six other men my brother snoring and carrying on and i'm I'm like man i'm i'm ready to put this pillow over your face dude you you, you know i mean this is you know that's what i went through with with all that but uh, from that uh, and from those men they broke down some of my prejudices some some of the thoughts that i had about white people and because these men loved me they taught me how to how to love myself. And they taught me uh, that there are power and, and finding the power and connecting with the power that you can go to under any circumstances and not be afraid. Because it's the it's the hidden thoughts, the hidden thoughts that kills us, that, that drives us. Our secrets, yeah, um, kill us. They they eat us alive until we feel we can't go to no other place, but find relief. It's either the bottle or the gun, and both of them are—it's death. Yeah, those those negative thoughts, those judgments, like you said, those judgments on ourselves. Um, like as Jamie brought up this topic of like, how do we not judge? <clears throat> and because those judgments are just seeds going into the garden, and instead <laughs> of seeing seeing the experiences just as they are, as they come to us, right? They're an experience, and um, not all experiences are to be celebrated, but internally but they can be a way that we can learn from them and like the things that you're sharing that you went through from you know being addicted to alcohol and and being addicted to drugs at some point and quitting all that like being around african-american culture being held down in front of you these were all lessons that didn't define you but they helped shape who you've become and they've helped offer you a new way to see these as lessons for inner and outer growth 
you know, the challenges that we face as humans aren't here to shove us down. And as Jamie said, you know, aren't we taught about the universe? The universe is to present us challenges as an experience for us to be able to grow and expand our own resilience. Like we, we, that's what we're for. That's the universe has no morals, right? I love that quote. Someone told me that the universe has no morals. They, they it just, there's no positive, no negative. There's no wrong, no right. It does not care. It just is. And that's what the experiences are. They're here mm. to teach us. They just are. Mm. And how do we see those with the utmost, like we said, the eternally optimistic, <laughs> how do we look through that and try and find even in the hardest ones, we find a silver lining. Yeah, it takes conscious attention to to have that, um, to find positive in all those things. What do you think about this? You think we we chose this path? Wow, it's such a deep question. Like, <laughs> there's so many different ways I envision us coming to Earth and coming to our bodies. And it's funny because when you were talking at one point, Thomas, I was thinking to myself, yeah, like. How, how, like, if we just decide, say we're just some spirit, soul, whatever you want to call it, right? And we decide, oh, we're going to come to Earth. So we're going to hop into this human body in this avatar meat wagon and we're going to come down here and, and then we're going to live 80 years or whatnot. And it's like, oh, of course we're not going to come in and just everything's going to be rainbows and sunshine, right? Because <laughs> that was the case. What are we coming here for? <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so it begs the question of exactly what you just said. What are we doing? Like, mm. what did we choose? Because there's so many different thoughts and topics and uh, well, how would I want to say it? modalities out there that have their own take on that subject. You know, that we have archetypes and we came in to learn certain number of mm. lessons and we have to learn these lessons before we go up to a higher rank or whatever the pyramid triangle scheme of life is. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it, it's funny because at one point when Thomas was talking, I, I was distinctly picturing, yeah, we don't reincarnate if that's in fact what we're doing, right? Let's just throw that out there. Maybe we are, maybe <laughs> we're not. I don't know. I'll find out at the end, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't do that just to come through and like, oh, I'm going to grow up and I'm in a perfect family and I'm going to have all my dreams come true every day and everything's going to be a beautiful golden road. So to me, to answer that question in a really long response there, I feel like we're definitely coming here to learn some lessons that we didn't learn before. And when I say before, I mean in a previous life. That's just my take on it. Mm. I could be totally wrong. <laughs> I don't I don't hold attachment to that, but yeah. that's really how I look at it. And you're okay with not being wrong. There's no judgment on being wrong if you were to be wrong. Yeah. All right. It is what it is. Like, I'm just curious to find out too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it feels like once you can resign yourself to that thought, like, dude, why are you tripping? You chose this experience. Mm. So Quit your yapping, Make quit your crying, and you got some lemons here. Mm. So <laughs> How are you going to squeeze them? Make some lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How can we emphasize and, this, store, and store the positive? How can we emphasize and store the positive no matter what? We're, we all know that death is the guarantee, right? Death is the ultimate for sure promised oh, yeah. guarantee, right? So we know it's coming. That is the ultimate fear that we face. It is in everything I feel stems backwards from that fear. And we, if we can emphasize the idea of approaching death with more positivity, 
then we can start to try and find ways to have an intentional habit to do that, right? How do we have an intentional habit to desire the more pleasurable? So we can- Do you fear death, Michael? Do I fear death? Um, Through my journey as of late? No, I don't. I, I, yeah, that's, that's a whole nother topic that can be discussed at another time, but no, I don't. I've, <laughs> I've, I've broken that fear through, through my journey as of late and the, the modalities that I've seek, I've been seeking in my journey. I've, yeah, I won't go too deep into that in, in this season because that yeah, is, yeah. that's a whole nother arena of topic, but something mean you can talk, talk offline if you want, but yeah, yeah, yeah I just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I think if we, like we talked about the very beginning, we have choice and Thomas, you talked about this. We do have choice. And sometimes how can we choose the negative? But the idea here now is how do we, how do we spiritually flex enough of our muscle to become strong enough to embrace the positive? And like I guess I mentioned a moment ago being having conscious attention. How do we have, how do we purposely build intentional habit to desire the more pleasurable how do we see things with a positive lens? You know, we actually have to decide that. That has to be an intentional choice that we make space for more joy as we keep talking about joy. We make space for that in our life. We allow mm. ourselves to truly feel feelings. We don't run from our emotions. And, and we allow them to last, right? Like allow your feelings of joy to last. Don't rush them off. We talked about in an episode about worry and letting worry come in and just like fester and ruin <laughs> our joy relish in those things don't rush it off like yeah just hey man this is an amazing feeling right now i love it just like this podcast i'm loving it i don't want to rush it off but <laughs> yeah, i just it have is to good. say this is what's so funny like i just have to say <laughs> i'm sitting here and michael's talking and i can see him right and i'm having my own complete thought on like yeah how do we get to that good positive feeling and it's like okay come back to the breath and we can just dial back into those good feelings. So Michael just literally said everything that was going on in my mind while I was looking at him and just said it all, but just said it different. But the exact same thing. It's so funny. It's like, I just kept thinking of what Thomas said. You come back to the breath. Like, how do we keep more of those positive moments in our day? Sit down and breathe. Mm. And you know mm. what? And remember mm. that our monkey mind wants to remember the negative, just like we've talked about here. But we can sit there and just relish that moment of love we had. Like I had this amazing epiphany in yoga one day is that I can call upon all the love that I've ever had in my life at any time I want, mm. because I can put myself right back there in my mind. Right. And just like some of the books we've read that uh, Joe Dispenza, right? Mm -hmm. When you recall an emotion, your body doesn't know the difference of whether you're having that experience right now or whether you had it in the past. You just get that emotion on, overtaking your whole body again right so if i want to recall love boom it's right there in my mind in my breath boom i recall the love and i'm and i'm there and, and it's all through my body again but what if, you said it way cooler than that michael <laughs> but i'm just saying the same thing <laughs> what, what what if you don't have a relationship with love and so mm. it's something that you can't you don't have on speed dial well, I don't have a current relationship. I'm not saying recall like a no, 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 not not a relationship. But when I say re a relation, you know, in order to recall love, love yeah, you, you 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 must have had a relationship with love in order to recall love, whether it's from you know whatever, paternal, whatever. But I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah, like us, if you never had that feeling, right? Like you don't yeah, know what some, you don't know, right? Yeah. So how would you do that? But 
so I guess that's where creativity and imagination come in too. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've never owned a hostel on the beach, but when I meditate in the morning, I'm there at that hostel on the beach. And I can't wait I'm to do podcasts it. there. <laughs> I can't wait to do podcasts there. So, so I, I don't know what that feels like, but I can imagine how I'm going to feel mm. and I can still call upon that hope and that good frequency. The reason why I asked that is that I said that is because it, we talk about how can we, you know, what's the turnaround and how can we, um, how can we heal or how can we grow from that? How can we create that space? And it's hard to create space with something that you, you, you've never had a connection to. Has been, you know, the challenge for me and a challenge for a lot of men who who look like me. You know, so another way around that I I found that it has been through through the trauma is connecting with others who are looking to breathe better as well. Mm. So it's community. Like um, I'm just listening to you guys, you two talk and you talk on, on from levels and from cellular levels and from life mm. experiences that I think are filled with love. Like when I saw yeah. the picture of you and your father, Michael, you know, I mean, I saw those images of you and your family. It's like, those are very loving images. So, so I think the way that we can create spaces, having the humility and the to know when you're you've had enough, and looking to connect with people who who have whose lives feel good to you. You know, you can feel their energy. You can feel it resonating at a higher at a, at a higher level, and you want to be a part of that. Mm. So it's community. How how can we get back to community is what I'm. I love that you keep bringing up community because that's exactly what me and my sister have felt this calling with spiritual fitness is, is to create this community, this, this calling to create a community of love and empowerment and encouragement and inspiration and motivation. And it's not that's just for, for our journey. <laughs> it's for the community that's everyone that's within the community. So if you're in our community, we are all going to encourage you. And that's like you said, how do we get back to community? Because yeah, we've, Unfortunately, we've come to a society that's got a lot of divide in it. And it's unfortunately, it's been racial and it's been intellectual and it's been political and it's been societal status and we need to bring back community. And so, yeah, we're just starting this journey of starting our community. And I love that you just keep saying that word because it is, it's very important to us. And um, our father was a very community driven man. He didn't do a lot of things like community service work, but man, was he a man known in his community. And so we feel driven to just take that to another level. And, um, you know, he we could just keep his own community service work. Let's not say he didn't. Oh, I got to cut in there. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> seriously, the man was like always on the go. And he, he was had yeah. someone he had to go help. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Was. Yeah. You're right. I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Standing in my kitchen, trying to eat some dinner and popping food in his mouth, and somebody would call and need a ride. And he'd be like, oh, I got to go. Time to relocate. Well, that's what I meant. Like, he was always helping people in our community. Like, yeah, I didn't mean like he was down at the park picking up trash. I mean, like he was helping everyone in this, like everyone in this community yes. knew him because how much he did in the community. And so yes. like, I, we just feel this calling to take that on a bigger scale and, and create this bigger community outreach of just giving people love. 
And yeah, we could go on and on forever. And when we talk about Still community there. and healing people, <laughs> thank you. And we talk about healing people. Let I wanted you to like, before we, you know, kind of end this, wrap this up, like I wanted you to share about what you're doing in your community because you are empowering people. You are helping people get to a better self. You are walking people into a new light or a paradigm shift of their own fitness in a different, in the outside fitness. So if you don't mind sharing about T3, please, sir. T3, train track transform my my thing with t3 is how can i help people reconnect with themselves and learn about themselves one of the things i, I mentioned my journey through sobriety once i i had to get i had to wean myself off those cakes i was eating so <laughs> so you know from from 210 you know down to when i was in bali to 180 pounds with six percent of body fat I, I had to learn about my body mm-hmm. And um, as I went through that journey, I found out that not really, not many people know about their body. They don't mm. know what foods do to their bodies and, and how they, uh, just by taking the time to learn about your body, the same way you learned about your skill set as a, as a, as a lawyer or as a doctor, or as a, mm-hmm. you know, whatever your secular occupation, whatever your occupation is that you love, why not look at your body that way? Yeah. You know, so that that's why I, I went on this journey and I started in Singapore and Bali. Uh, now I'm back to back to back to Cali. Um, and you're in Southern California, and, yeah? yeah? Yeah, yeah. And it's about reaching people. And it, it starts through the door of physical fitness. That is the door. Um, but I, I find out that a lot of people's challenges isn't it isn't the physical part. It's the part that you guys are talking about right now. It's that love is came back to breath. I mean, people don't even know how to breathe, <laughs> you know, and, um, and that's what I'm teaching in my, in my community. Uh, the bag is a part of it. People think they have to go to a gym or they, they've got to be, you know, someplace really, you know, expensive in order to change their bodies. But if they just learn how to, to learn what their body needs and how to give it to their body, you know, five minutes at a time you know you could start building an incredible habit or routine five minutes at a time and, and that's what i i uh, i seek to share with people everywhere so thomas can i just ask you what do you instruct people on to be able to tune into their body like what's just like a little tidbit because i'm i'm huge into that like everything you just said i'm like yep mm-hmm, yep i'm on board with all of that like i think you mentally have to get over yourself to start realizing that your body's your body and it's not anyone else's. You don't fit in with the masses. So is there something like a little tidbit or something you start to tell them to break them into that concept? When I'm training them on the beach, I try to take the competition out of my training on the beach in group training. I tell them, stay on your own mat. And we're going to train for 20 seconds at a time. And all I want you to do is be strong for 20 seconds. And if you can squat 20 times in 20 seconds, great. And if you can squat two times in 20 seconds, great. All I want you to do is concentrate on your breath and the movement. Get into your body and move. That's what I tell people when we, when we train. That's what I tell people when, even in personal sessions. Get back to your breath. In times of difficulty, when you you know, you feel like you can't go anymore. Let's, let's breathe. 
consciously breathe, exhale, blow all the air out of the belly, you know, and then inhale, standing up, exhale, coming down. Just learn how to breathe. That I see so many people who hold their breath in heavy, big movements. <laughs> you know, I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you're going to pass you know, it. You're going <laughs> to, <laughs> you're going to, you need that breath. So I tell them, I, I, I share with them, just get back to the belly, get back to the core, get back to the breath. Whatever you do, get back to the breath. And we'll get there together. I love that. Thomas, how, how can some people reach out to you if people would like to some guidance or have some mentorship or to hire you for some, some meal planning or whatever, or, you know, want to get a T3 bag for wherever they live? Like, how can, how can people reach you, brother? Website is T3 uh, Power Ready. And that's the Instagram, that's the YouTube channel. You can go to my YouTube channel, see how I train. Um, you can go to the website. There's a lot there. The bags are there. Um, you can go to my Instagram, see me there. Those are three major places where you can go and awesome. see T3. Oh yeah, so we'll, we'll make sure we get that to everyone. I'll put that on wherever I, you know, obviously we post the podcast. Um, man, I just want to say thank you. What a great chat! This has definitely been the longest chat we've had so far, but it was the I, it was deep. I, I enjoyed it. So, Thomas, I appreciate you. We appreciate you. Thank you for, I mean, jumping right into our community of spiritual fitness. Thank you for supporting us. Um, thank you for letting us support you. And um, I'm still so glad I know you. Nine years on the road so far. And um, thank you for your friendship. Thank you for your brotherhood. Thank you for being in our community. Thank you for this deep introspective chat. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. My pleasure. So nice to get a chance to meet you uh, virtually. E-style. Yeah. E-style. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, O'Shea. O'Shea yeah. family. <laughs> so yeah just just i think just to wrap this up is like a little just like we it's a little nugget a little takeaway yeah. nugget is you know we all control our thoughts and we all control what we think and and the way we respond to events in our life and and when we can start to own that control we can start to mm. encompass that power back to ourselves like you said we've lost our way how come how come we've lost that up for ourselves but when we can gain that back as we can we can begin to control our destiny. We can, can take the, the reins of the, the spaceship, the Stargazer 3000, this Avatar space rover, and we can we can take control back. And I wanted to just end with, I looked up something real quick. I looked up something online and that were just six simple ways you can control your own happiness that you probably didn't think of before. And one is let happiness be the first thing you emotionally choose when you wake up. So when we wake up, go straight to happiness, go straight to an emotional feeling of goodness. Number two, appreciate those small moments. Three, practice more self-love. We talked about that a little bit, but learn how to practice self-love. Four, find new interests that bring you happiness. Venture out. We talked about that. Getting out of, that com- getting out of the familiar zone and getting into a more comfortable zone. That'll bring you happiness. Practice fi- mindfulness. We've talked about this in the, this episode as well. Breathing, being more present, having that more mindfulness, that mindful garden that we're cultivating upstairs. Mm. And number six, always keep reaching out and going for more and just keep pushing yourself, right? Through resilience, we gain strength and through hardship, we gain a a bigger resilience. um, Yeah, thank you so much, James. Thank you so much, Thomas. Thank you. Appreciate it. No doubt, man. The sky's the limit. 
Ah, sky's the limit. All right, you guys, take care. Thank you. All right, love y'all. Take care. Okay, guys. Assalamualaikum. Keep your soul tuned in to every spiritual fitness episode by joining our podcast community by hitting that subscribe button. You can also stay up to date with any new posts or new stuff that we are exploring by following the Facebook page of Inspire the Collective and the Instagram page of Spiritual Fitness. You aren't alone in this journey of evolution, growth, and becoming spiritually fit. We could all use a little push into reaching our greatest self. Remember, we are all co-creating this thing we call life and walking a path of trying to reach a state of remembrance. So if you know anyone else in their own search of greatness, just as we are, share the link to the podcast, to our social pages, and let's all take part in our ability to inspire the collective together. You have to let it all go, Neil. Fear, doubt, and disbelief. Free your mind. Yeah, we had to have like something sound kind of professional. Of our- <laughs> it's like Look, 20 yeah, minutes so of just great. banter. Just yeah, yeah. 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 People are like, wait, are they still recording? Do they even know they're still recording? <laughs> I forgot like, what, what for happened? I really didn't know you were recording stuff. I was like, oh shit, oh. we're still going. I mean, it says recording. I hope it's recorded. <laughs> we forgot you. Internet tonight. Yeah. <laughs> We forgot you were there. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, guys, you're still listening? Oh, well, shit. Come on in. <laughs> Let's breathe. That's right. And now we're going to inhale to a five count. Hold for two. Exhale no. five. No, Hold didn't. for two. No. Yeah. She didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs>